Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Happy 244th birthday, America. I do hope you get some time to enjoy the holiday this year. But I think we all know that it's going to feel very different as well. Truth is, I hoped we'd be having a very different conversation around your birthday, one full of celebrations and excitement about the progress we've been making at eradicating this disease, full of barbecues and beaches. Instead, you've been dealing with this illness for months now, and I know it hasn't been easy. I thought maybe we'd be talking about coming out the other side of this curve. Instead, there's a new curve, and it's going upward. But as doctors, we have to continuously balance hope and honesty. And honesty always has to lead the way. That doesn't mean I'm not hopeful for you, America, and I want you to be hopeful as well. But our greatest hope comes with transparency, full and clear. So today, I wanted to talk to you as a doctor would talk to a patient. Lately, I've had a real convergence of my two lives as doctor and journalist. Maybe it's because the way that I trained and studied. But I've really been looking at the United States as a patient. A single human body that is infected. So the conversation we need to have is one that I had hoped to avoid and expected to be different at this time. I have to now tell the patient that the disease is spreading. The infection has become more extensive. The cancer is metastatic. I have to tell my patient that more aggressive therapy is now going to be necessary because this is no longer just localized disease. Back in March, I believed we might be on the road to success. I knew it wasn't going to be easy, but the disease at the time was sort of stage one. No one wanted the disease, but there was also a belief that it could be treated, even cured. At a minimum, it could become a disease with which we could live. Still there but largely under control. It would require regular checkups, scans, constant vigilance. But we would be able to dance with this virus inside our bodies while never letting it take over or be in charge. I had plenty of reason for that optimism. We have dealt with diseases in the past, and we succeeded. Other countries, or other patients in this case, were already showing signs of success. As long as we applied the early treatment, even if at the time it was less aggressive, we could have a significant impact. But then along the way, there were complications. Instead of getting better, the patient started to get worse. We went into crisis mode because our patient was coding. They were in cardiac arrest, and we needed to flatten the curve. There was bleeding, and we applied pressure to stave it off. But at some point... We became impatient. We became bored. And instead of holding pressure and even addressing the underlying problem, we took our hands off the wound and watched as the patient started to bleed out. And now, I watch, stunned, as we debate whether or not we should even put pressure 
back on the wound. At the same time, we seem to have lost sight of the underlying problem itself. We seem to have lost sight of this invisible enemy that continues to spread like wildfire through the country. Sometimes I wonder how different things would have been if the virus was bigger and actually visible to the naked eye, if it wasn't unseen, if we could actually see what we were dealing with, if we could see it flying out of the mouths and noses of those infected, tethered by strings around six feet long. If we saw that, would we behave differently? If we saw that, would we wear a mask and more likely keep our distance? If we saw that, would we be in the position that we are now? This is an unseen enemy, and we must do a few things. It's the treatment the country needs. Yes, the country needs to wear masks. You see, the thing about the virus is that it's actually not that tough. It's not that hardy. Yes, it's scary, but for crying out loud, it can be relatively well-contained by a mask. And if a few viral particles do escape the edges of the mask, they really can't jump that far. So separate yourself and wear a mask. And then the virus will just fall to the ground and wither away. The virus doesn't die because the truth is it was never alive. You see, this virus, like all viruses, are nothing without us, the host. So make it harder to jump. Make it harder for the virus to spread. Don't be such a willing host. It's the worst thing you could do to it. Just let it wither away. One other thing. We need to get the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, back in the fight against this virus. It's true. The CDC didn't get everything right in the beginning. Yes, they released faulty tests, and it probably put us way behind. But they're also some of the best infectious disease doctors and some of the best epidemiologists in the world. They can help lead us out of this mess. We need to hear from them every day. Give them a few months to get in there, reduce the case numbers, contact trace, and develop a fast, accurate, and easily available test that we could have everywhere. If we do it right, going back into public, getting back to normal, could feel no different than checking the weather app to see if you need an umbrella. Yes, I am being super optimistic. I am being super audacious. But that, America, is also what you need. Whoever said hope is not a strategy was right. But still, America, for your birthday, I do want to give you honesty, hope, and a strategy to get there. Have a great weekend. We'll be back Monday. Thanks for listening. Coronavirus Fact versus Fiction is a production of CNN Audio. Megan Marcus is the executive producer. Felicia Patinkin is the senior producer, along with Amanda Seeley and Nadia Kunang from CNN Health. Raj Makija is the senior manager of production operations. This week's episodes were produced by Anne Lagamayo, Evan Chung, Zach St. Louis, and Zoe Saunders, with additional help from Michael Nettleman. Our associate producers are Emily Liu, Aaron Matheson, Madeline Thompson, and Rachel Cohn. Nathan Miller is our engineer, and David Toledo is the team's production assistant. Special thanks to executive producer of CNN Health, Ben Tinker, as well as Ashley Lusk, Courtney Coop, 
and Daniel Cantor from CNN Audio. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.